Hi, everybody. Welcome to R. Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, though we are separate, Trash Man brings us together. <laughs> yes, I agree. Now, you should see my house. I need to call this guy. Did you ever, <laughs> as a child, did you ever um, have any desire to become a sanitation engineer? No. No, no it never occurred to me. Uh, to uh, go down that road. However, I've known a couple guys that did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, listen, it's a, it's a good, solid, stable job. You know you're always going to be in work. Yeah. You know, that kind of job, and I sort of look at my job like this. It's one of these jobs that no one really wants to do. And even in a crisis like we have today, uh, it's 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 an important job that has to be done. Sure. I mean, and when I say it reminds me of my job, my job's nowhere near as important or as as uh, tough. Uh, but uh, uh, it's uh, those guys are out there, and you talk about uh, in a in a time like today where we've got all this worry about illness and stuff. Uh, trash uh, pickup is no happy task. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I, I don't know about your uh, place there, boat, but we've got the old. Um, We've got the old mechanized trash pickup these days. Is that what you guys have? You know, they had it for a while, but, you know, I'd say within the past couple of years, they've ceased bringing that truck around, and they, they, they've gone back to doing it by hand, and I'll tell you why. I think it's because uh, so many people create more trash than their normal bin gives them, and, you know, the, the, the mech only works with the, with the special kind of tote. And, uh, yeah. and lots of people have, you know, auxiliary items that they're throwing out. And, uh, and the, you know, part of the thing about paying your money is they'll take, as long as you're paying your money, it, within reason, they'll take whatever you throw out. Uh, that's the only thing I can think about why they haven't brought the mech around. But I love that mechanized one, though, the way it tips the can up and throws it over. It's like a suplex machine. Well, we... We got a note from uh, our guys that said, listen, we're only picking up what's in your bin. We're not, don't put anything else out. We're not picking it up. They're only sending out the robot arm and that's it. The robot arm's awesome until something goes bad. Like I remember one time I had a bunch of trash stacked on top of mine and when the robot grabbed it, it just tossed trash everywhere. Well, it, that, it reminds know, so it, me when, when we first moved to our house, you know, we've got this deck out on our back porch. And uh, I refinished the deck. I, I use the, uh, they, they make this special kind of paint now. It's more than a paint. It's like a covering. And, uh, and when I was done with the covering, I didn't close the lid quite as well as I should have. So when the mech picked it yeah. up, just brown covering all over the side of the mech. That's when I just hid in my basement. I didn't come out for a couple days. I didn't want to face that's, the wrath of the trash man. That's vintage right there. Yeah. That's vintage boat. Yeah, and there is a question <laughs> in the right. chat. I said sanitation engineer in the front, and somebody asked, is that what they call bin men in the U.S.? And, of course, two people not from yeah. the States answered, yes, it's not what we call bin men. We call them <laughs> trash men. We call them garbage men. Garbage men is probably the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Garbage uh, men are here. We don't call them bin men, no, I'll tell you no. that, because we don't have we bins. We don't have bins. We don't have know? dust, and we don't we have, have bins. Garbage we have garbage We got garbage. We got real garbage. And we don't have those anymore either. You know, we've got, what do you call What do we got? Big rubber gimmicks, you know, or plastic. Yeah. It's like, a, what would you say? I think they call it a tote. I think that that is the official name of it. Oh, if you go to waste management sites, they say, you know, you have to have a 50 gallon tote. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we had the trash cans 
And when I was in Charleston, we had a straight up trash can or, or you know, rubber made. You know, I'm talking yeah. about the rubber gimmick. Yeah. Uh, the only time we see the trash cans anymore is when wrestlers beat each other with them. I see them like, that's, that's where keeping I see them in business the is the pro wrestling industry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's funny when I lived in Charleston when I would when I would descend off Mud Mountain to Midgard to put my trash down there, uh, they would take anything, thing, anything. I remember putting couches down there, paint. They didn't give a crap. Whatever you set down there, you could probably wrap up a body. And they would take it. They took anything mm. uh, down there. But, man, they're a lot more strict up here. You can't just toss computer monitors and crap. I mean, you can. So they might get the good you. times are over is you what know? you're saying. <laughs> you know, we don't do we don't hardly do any recycling here. No. And I remember that up on the, when I lived in Charleston, they had a recycling can mm-hmm. that you, would, you could also use. But Hurricane doesn't do any recycling. Well, do, do what they, they've but. discovered is that the the transport and processing costs of recycling outweigh in our particular area outweigh the benefits. And the most ecologically responsible thing you can do with your waste is actually just to landfill it. It's 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 really amazing. I read this big article that they did about it, and they said for most rural communities, they've stopped pickup recycling service because the energy uh, the energy cost of processing sorting sorting is the big thing because you've got to sort manually because nobody nobody sorts correctly, and then the actual yeah. cost of processing and the energy consumed within that processing uh, negates any value of the actual recycled material and that's that and they say just just landfill it just landfill it so you know have you been over to the landfill I've never been here? there I know it's right down my road oh. it's literally on my road the name of the landfill is yeah. Sycamore landfill I've been there many times and I can tell you that when you walk out of your car and you're actually part of the landfill mm-hmm. it makes you sad that the- yeah <laughs> this exists i think of that poor indian crying back in the 70s he would be bawling and on the floor in a fetal position if he saw these things you know and so what you're saying i've heard also heard this about recycling but still it doesn't make me any better better at night to know that they're just burying yeah the, the 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 only solution is for all all of us to just use less and that's the that's the challenge so especially today yeah yeah <laughs> sometime we'll have to do a special report from the sycamore landfill Aaron. there are two places i want you to take me because i'm afraid to go there by myself the dump yeah. and the landfill is the dump and the landfill the same place uh there are two different landfill type places out there i'll okay. put it this way if you, you know those romantic images you think i'm going to grow into the dump and man there's going to be an amiga sitting there or a or some old books, or not, just no. row old like, pinball machines like in Tommy. <laughs> that ain't happening. And you're not going to be like I'm going to, you know, like people are like I'm going to go look for the dump today. No, no, Mm-mm. you want no part of that. that. Yeah, you would sink that far into the dump. Yeah, you don't want to do it. Yeah. Remember yeah. the remember the garbage compactor scene in Star Wars. Uh huh. Picture that on dry land. Right <laughs> on a massive yeah. scale. Yeah. Yeah. No good. Well, Aaron, let's talk about Trash Man. Trash Man. Had you heard of this one, Boat? This one, yes. <laughs> I'd played Trash Man before. Um, oh, okay. You know, I've done a lot of Spectrum streaming over the years yeah. on, on the I've Twitch. I've noticed that. And yeah. uh, it's one of my favorite consoles to stream because, or computers, excuse me, because you can get in and get out of games so quickly. They are uh, they are designed for bite size <laughs> appetites. Yeah. And so um, I had played Trash Man. I loved it then, and I love it now. Well, let's let's talk about this. This was it was new to me, Boatster. 
Uh, so, Trashman released in 84, uh, published by New Generation Software. It's like Sounds Prince's like one of those, uh, band. One of Prince's yeah. old spinoff <laughs> bands. Um, we're both sad. I don't know. Wait. Um, yeah, this was, uh, put, this was uh, done by a fellow named Malcolm E. Evans. This guy did a lot of stuff, uh, including The Corridors of Janon, Defender 3D, Escape. Uh, this one keeps coming up, Boat. Jonah... Barrington squash. We got to get that one in. Jonah Barrington squash. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned that. I've mentioned that probably ten times. Oh wow! Uh, not in 3D. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Uh, Monster Maze 3D. Uh, he did all the Trash Mans. He did Tunnel 3D and Breakout. Um, this was on the 48K. I'm assuming that's what you play. Yeah. That's the one I play. Yeah. I think. There's I think no there's other. a win. Yeah. Uh, and I will say I played a couple different versions of of this, so I must have caught some of these in like uh, their re-releases or something. Because I saw a couple of different interfaces. Because when I first started trying to emulate this, I had real problems finding something I could figure out what was going on, and it was all to do with the control scheme, which I'll get to that in a moment. <coughs> um, uh, this uh, this game supports a lot of different interfaces: uh, the Kempston, the Interface Two. It, it it has this thing. It supported this thing called a cursor joystick. I think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, and that was a joystick uh, that it basically it plugged in, and instead of the Spectrum recognizing it as a joystick like a Kempston, uh, it basically just rerouted the cursor keys to the joystick. Well, guess what? I used that to play this game. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever gotten to use it, and it worked. Uh, this also got released for the uh, Amstrad and the C64, which actually I had a, I had a play on the C64 version of this, too, oh, did believe you? it or not. I, yeah, amazing. Uh, I've got nothing to do. Uh, so uh, this was part of a series that included Trash Man travel with Trash Man. Who wouldn't want That's to? That's right. And Trash Man goes moonlighting. Now, I didn't try <laughs> any of these other ones. I, I thought we might end up getting the Good plan move, because I want to play both of those yeah. immediately. <laughs> So, um, what is Trash Man? Trash Man is sort of like, it reminded me of uh, what would happen if you, if you sort of crossed Paperboy with Frogger. You would get something sort of in the same realm of Trash Man. I have to say, Boat, uh, when I saw the still shots of this, I thought it looked good, but I thought to myself, uh, this is a, a goofy premise and but then once i sat down and understand what was going on it was actually pretty clever uh but mm-hmm. i have to say I, I i'm gonna tip my hand here uh so you are the trash man this game doesn't really beat around the bush uh, you pick your controller you put your name on the registration card or fill out the application to be a trash man and amongst the things you need to do or be able to hold you hold your drink mm-hmm. i noticed that was one of the things you had to be able to pull yeah. off and then you are set forth, you're set out on the road. Um, now, I don't know how long you got, in, uh, how far you got into this game road-wise, uh, but I read that most of the streets in this game are named after real streets. Both. Okay. In, uh, in Bath, <coughs> you know where that's Bath's at? Bath's in the southern uh, part of England. That is where the game designer lived. Okay. And it says here, the exception is uh, Montague Road, I believe is that the first road you do? Yeah, which is in Saltford, a small village close to Bath. Okay, so there you go. So, <laughs> what are you doing? This well, you're a trash man. 
you need to go and collect the bins from the various houses and dump them into the trash truck as it slowly makes its way up the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty simple. Now, uh, what you have to do is you, and and I, I, this is not, I don't know, I've got to ask you if this is the way trash pickup is in, in the UK boat, because in America, we take our trash cans right up to the street, all right? In this game, these people are pampered, boat. You have to go fetch their bins, and their bins can be all the way in the very back of their property. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, don't touch their lawn. Right. That's a known. Right. <laughs> and so what you got to do is go and maneuver trash man to go pick up their bin. He'll automatically grab it. You kind of roll over. You roll up to the back of the trash truck, dump it in, and then go put the bin back. You can't just, like in America, in the old days, they dumped the bin and then just toss it on the side of the road, wouldn't they? Right. They they're sure as heck we're going to put it back. Oh no! The the idea is a, a fan. Yeah, the idea that the 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 pickup people would cross your cross into onto your property, go to the back of your house, like the very back corner of your property, bring your trash to the yeah. truck and throw it in there. That's insane. That's in, that's insane that's, to me. It never happened. Yeah. So, thank you. I'm glad. So I was like. I thought maybe this is the way it was everywhere but America. But in this, in America, there's a 0% chance <laughs> your trash is getting yeah. picked up. You remember that episode of The Simpsons where Homer took over the sanitation department? That's what this reminded me of. When he had the guys, he was go, having them go in and empty the kitty litter and do all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they had enough money to last like one week, I think it was. So once you get the bin and deliver it, and this, I have to say at first, I couldn't figure this game out. You're on a pretty tight time limit. And so I kept running out of time instantly. Mm-hmm. Well, there were two things I was doing wrong. One, I was walking across people's lawns. That's a no-no. Right. You instantly lose time. It, it, well, it rolls it's, off the It's time. not only that, but the most important <laughs> thing is, and the only way you can survive in this game, is to be invited in. That's speaking right. Of, speaking of things yeah. that do not often happen in trash collection in the United States, <laughs> inviting the no. uh, the garbage man in for a cup of tea or to check out your news at X Spectrum. Or to play with your son. Any of those things that happen in this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I love the fact that they would just invite you in for drinks. Occasionally just be like, hey, do you want a tip? <laughs> yeah, I do. Now, the funny thing about the tips is, uh, Boat, is that if you get offered a tip, you can walk in and get it. Or... You can get offered a tip and do what I did at the start, which is just make a beeline for the door. Well, that's fine unless grass in the way. Mm-hmm. If you walk on their line, tip off the door the table. slams in your face is you what happens. Yeah. And now you have to go up the street. Like on the first street, you have to get five bins. And as you move up the street, the truck independently moves whether you're there or not. So sometimes you have to walk a little bit further to get to the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes the truck will even park in such a way where you can't get around it to without going at a long path to get so you won't touch the lawn. Have you had that? That never happen? happened to me. That happened to me a couple times where I would have to uh, where I would have to go all the way down the road and cut onto the sidewalk because they had parked in the point where I couldn't get to the wow. house because it was yeah. Uh, this game. Uh, is I wouldn't call it realistic, but it is amusing to, uh, as heck because uh, the the little things, the little tip 
messages that come out are real funny. Right, and so I, I don't uh, know if you mentioned this or not, but I'm going to mention it one more time. So you've got a, a, a bonus tick down in the upper right corner of this, the, the screen. Right. And if that bonus reaches zero, then it's game over. You lose a life. And so right. the... Uh, the idea, uh, don't be fooled. It's not like you can still complete the level if the bonus reaches zero. That, that functions as a timer in the game. When you go into the houses, when people invite you in, that is the only way to get bonus time. And if you do not go into at least one of the houses, I believe that it's impossible to complete any of these levels. You just don't get, you don't get enough time. It took me forever to get off the first level. And it was, a, you had, really, to get off these levels, you almost have to make a perfect run for me. I don't know well, you. what I did I, was, of course, what I did was I consulted the YouTube to watch somebody, this guy, Mr. RZX Archive. And the thing that helped me a lot was, at first, my idea was to do what I think normal trash collection does, and that's go up one side of the street, complete one side, then go back down and do the other side. That will never work. It will never, ever work. No, you have to do both work. sides yep. or else you'll run out of time. He doesn't turn around. You know, in a normal truck, they'll they cut, they'll go all the way up once I turn the truck around and then come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it won't work. Something else in this game that is amusing, what's well, not that amusing, is uh, is you have to cross the street. Well, this is where the Frogger element of this comes in because there's traffic that speeds along, and some of these cars are booking right. it. And, and there's no, I couldn't sense a pattern to their traffic. And sometimes, I mean, I would have a really good game going, and then bam. Ran over by and a then car. it's game over for you, real. There, are the, you don't come back. You have to start directly <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got three chances to run out of time. Okay, but that, yeah, if you get hit by a car, you're done. Something else you can do. I don't know if this happened to you, but you can get hit by your own truck, which happened to me a couple I, times. <laughs> I wasn't aware that that was the case. I was never oh, in danger yes. of that. You could get, you could get ran over by your own truck. Uh, when you get hit, an ambulance comes to pick you up. It's a big, it's a big to do, mm -hmm. but you're dead. And then uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, if you, depending on your score, because once you get hit or you suck, basically the game will badmouth you. And then it says, "Oh, by the way, you've been elected to the Trashman Hall of Fame." I don't know why. <laughs> and it, and he's right because generally your score is garbage. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, and it's and funny you, because you know this game. They could have made this game and make it not nearly as good, and and uh, and it has nothing to do with the the actual uh, gameplay elements, the mechanics of the game, uh, the way that you fill out your little card at the beginning. You're hired on. You're taken under the wing of your boss. You know he gives you tips or he berates you when he needs to. All right. the different you know the messages that come from the people when you go in their houses. These are the things that make a game a game, you know, something to remember. <laughs> and the Spectrum has a ton of games yeah. like this. Yeah, and this is another There's example. It's another example of how, you know, you look at the Spectrum and it's nothing special in terms of its specs, but it's got charm in spades. And I'll take charm yeah. over good graphics any day of the week. Amiga! <clears throat> Sorry. Had a little now let's talk about, well, you're an idiot. Now let's talk about this game's graphics. They're good graphics. This game is one of the best looking games, I mean, in terms of what it's trying to pull yeah. off. It succeeds. It uses, There's no, you know exactly what's going on in this it game. It uses every. You see how? Yeah, it uses sorry, it uses every color of the spectrum palette perfectly. Um, it adds shadows like it's yes. crazy. Like you wouldn't think that the uh the the spectrum or you wouldn't think that this game would benefit from that. But actually, seeing the sun cast a shadow on the house, it really adds to the depth. Um, and 
given what they've got to deal with in this game, I don't see how you'd make the one thing that I wish that they do is maybe every level change the color of the house and swap it out with the color of the car. I know you probably can't do both, but I would have liked to have seen that because if if you get, I didn't get super far in this game, but if you even get to the last level, the houses are still all red. You know, there is some variation. You go to things that look like warehouses where there are some like yeah. some vans and trucks parked or like outside. commercial buildings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more variation in the houses themselves and the architecture. But uh, But that's a very small complaint. Yeah, that the, uh, the you also occasionally will come across a dog that'll chase you. There's a there's a dude riding a bike. I hate that guy. You know, and, and I hate that in real life. It's the too. it's, the, it's, the, it's like uh, this is the um, that the YouTube Karate Kid for Paperboy, where you know <laughs> the the you're uh, you're the 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 dustbin man is the uh, is the adversary in Paperboy, and in this game, you are him. You know. Uh, Boatster, this game is not easy. I will say that, but I mean, it's. I did. I didn't do great, but I could get a couple levels in, and I watched. I went further in to watch how it looked, and this game might. It's like the spokes game for the Spectrum. I mean, they so whoever put this together was very clever. Well, we know who did it. Uh, the uh, uh, the fact that, like you said, they're shadowing the houses have depth to the point where in some instances you have to walk behind the house where you can't see your guy mm -hmm. until he comes out the other side because you're behind the house. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, the humor, the gameplay, uh, it real. it seems like a large world. It's not, but it seems like, I mean, there's a lot, you're in a neighborhood with a ton of houses. It seems like a big deal. Uh, uh, I love, I love this sort of game and it's simple as hell. How this game didn't make it to your Ataris or your Cocos, I, I don't know if they could not pull it off. I mean, this game should be everywhere. Yeah. This should have been one of those games, Bo. Don't you it think? Is, it it is mean, a shame. It's it's perfect. It's a perfect type of game. And the thing is, I said it was sort of what happens when you cross uh, Frogger with Paperboy, but really it's not. I mean, there are elements of it, but this is a game that stands on its own. Uh, it's a... a this one came out of nowhere yeah. for me. I never heard it, of this. It game. is. And I it, would love to talk to the folks at New Generation Software to see why they didn't put a version of this out on every single microcomputer in the world. Because this is a game that crosses all cultural barriers. I mean, like, it's not like this wouldn't yeah. appeal to Americans or this wouldn't appeal to people in, in Eastern Europe. Like, everybody has trash collection. It's part of life, you know? And now, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I did. Did you, now, so did you have a look at any of the other versions of this? No, I didn't. I, I wish I would have. I, I didn't realize I, there, this came out on other platforms, to be honest with you. Yeah, I played the C64 version of this. Also very nice. I mean, that's what makes me sad because uh, this made the jump to the C64 without any issue. C64's uh, got some uh, a tune, mm -hmm. you know. Does uh, it, does uh, the uh, the the pickup mechanic work the same way? I guess that is a small little complaint I have is that you know you automatically pick up the bin, which means that it's it's can, hard to uh, it's hard to drop it sometimes. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I, I'm sitting here trying to remember exactly. I don't remember any difference, but I can't say okay. with certainty. I didn't spend a ton of time with it, but yeah, that was thing. But the, the that game mechanic with picking up the can and having it automatically pick mm -hmm. up. It's, I can understand why it's there. I would rather it be there than not. Yeah, be because there, if you're trying, yeah, sometimes, it. especially if you can only drop it in that one place, getting it right and hitting the button at just the right time, that would be an issue too. So I agree with you. You know, there's there is something satisfying too when you go to the trash uh, truck with that can, 
And you, and by the way, your guy moves slower with the can. We should mention yeah. that too. When he's got the can gone, emptied, he can only move out only Toad can can travel just as fast when he's carrying something. Only Never who? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a Mario yes, thing? Yes. Anyway, when he dumps, there's something satisfying about dumping that bin. In the trash it is. Can. It's a very good animation. You never dump it once. You got to give, <laughs> you give it, it the one shake. Of these, yeah, you know? I love it. I love it. So much personality <laughs> from a little stick figure. Yeah, I, but overall, um, not to gush on something. We had a guy. I remember a couple weeks ago, a guy was like, "Man, you guys are killing all these Spectrum games." We call them as we see them, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. I'm not gonna, and and I'm not gonna blow smoke, uh, but I, I like them. And this one right here is just—it's like it was made for people like us. I knew you would love mm -hmm. it. I knew you would. Because I know you, and you probably figured I would like it yeah. too. And it's a fun game, and it's another game where you, can, if you're a halfway decent player, which we're not, the score mechanic in this would be fun to compete with. This would be a good high score challenge yeah. game. Yeah, man. Uh, and the uh, I like the touch that it's got real names and stuff in it. I just like, and the again the tip, the the dialogue that comes out. I saw a ton of different messages too, so there must be a lot of stuff in there. I, th I call this one a big win. Big yeah, win. Yeah. Um, did you look up any reviews on this one, Aaron? I did. I'll grab my sheet of doom here. So uh, this one, <coughs> excuse me, this one got a uh, 8.24 on the World of Spectrum. Uh, uh, ZX Spectrum, ZX Spectrum, give or get killed. Three out of five. That was out in 2011. I think that's, those guys are pretty hard. Yeah. So I thought it'd be better than that. Some of these are more modern. Uh, Eurogamer.net gave this a 9 out of 10 in 2007. In cr uh, May of 84, Crash gave it an 83 out of 100. I think that's uh, underrating it a bit. Uh, uh, CVG gave this an 8 out of 10. Sinclair User gave this an 8 out of 10. So that seems to be the going score. This is absolutely a B title at bare minimum, uh, Boat. Um, possibly... Do you put this up in the upper echelon? Where do you put this? I mean, it isn't the most complicated game, but I mean, it, and it and it's not perfect because it doesn't have like a. We don't want continual music, I don't no. think. But where, where do you put this? How do you rank this in your own? You know, in your own in mind. Personally, this is a top five for me. I mean, this this five. ticks every single box that I love. Box number one, rural atmosphere, or not rural, urban atmosphere. I love games where you're walking around a city, you know. Number two, unconventional gameplay. You're not a dude with a gun shooting other dudes. You're a freaking trash man and you're doing your job. Number three, small sprites. I'm a sucker for small sprites. Get out the big, clunky-looking sprites. Like, in a game like Trapdoor, okay, it's all right, but that's not... That's not my my thing. My thing is give me something really tiny, but make them animated and give them some character. And the last box, charm. This game oozes charm. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to fight you on any of that. By the way, I just saw in the chat that Paul Kitchen just said that he got to the last street on this and got over 20,000 points. That's a heck of an achievement, yeah, I'm not surprised. Paul, Paul is yeah, a he's a gaming player. savant, Paul is. you got him and your bucko, and these guys are off the charts. Um, I did not get nearly that far, but I think this is a winner. I agree with everything you said. Like I said, if, when I think a poster boy game for us for this system, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is right up there, uh, and it's uh, because it's simple too. Any like my kid was watching me play this, and he was getting a big kick out of it. It's something that speaks to everyone, and it's generationless. Like it, like it, that's what makes it fun. Big thumbs up. 
Um, this I'll eBay this. Uh, you can get these all day long, four to seven bucks. I also want to mention that I like the uh, the, the uh, tape cover on this. It's just a trash can with the uh, the cursive trash <laughs> the trashman written on it. But it, it's got that. That's another thing. The Spectrum. It looks like a Spectrum tape yeah, cover. Yeah, it does. It reminds it looks, me of a Jet Set you know, Willy or Manic Miner. It's that spray paint. A, yeah. It, Manic Miner's even mentioned in this as, in a yeah, joke. I don't know if you uh, saw it's that called like a Manic. Uh, I can't remember the joke, it, but that, yeah. It, they were talking about that, they were talking about their son. Yeah, a Manic Miner. M I N O R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maniac yeah. Miner, so, yeah. I think, is what. In, Good, a good, a good choice from somebody. Well done. Yeah. yeah. All right, Aaron. We did get some uh, reviews from our Discord channel. As always, if you support the show either on Twitch or on uh, Patreon, you can post your own review for us to read on the show. Uh, Frodo and L says one of my favorite games back in the day. Looking at it now, it's not lost any of its appeal. A simple idea executed in an interesting way. Nice graphics with very little color clash helped making this a very enjoyable game with some humorous accents. There are just two weak points, really. The only keyboard option is to use cursor keys, and the only sound in the game is a short beep whenever a trash can is picked up or empty. Music would have helped a lot. Seven out of 10. Just don't do what I did in my first try at playing this week. One really should accept invitations to come into the houses if one wants to be able to complete levels. I, I will true. say that I think music would have been a real detriment to this after hearing, again, Manic Minor, hearing The Hall of the Mountain King a million well, times in a row. I think good music. It doesn't matter. Like nice. Action Biker is yeah. another game that is similar to this. Uh, it also is out on the spectrum, but I don't think it had music. But on the Atari Commodore, it had music. Any tune that you're going to hear on repeat is just it's going to it's going to get to you. It's going to get to you. I think a 16-bit version of this would be awesome yes. with the music and the sound effects, expanded yeah. neighborhoods. But again, as we've know. seen from the games like Chucky Egg. Going, making that 16-bit leap sometimes is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. True enough. True uh, enough Chris right. Folds writes, Who would have thought collecting the trash could be so much fun? It makes me ponder a career change. Nice, simple graphics, lots of hidden little twists and turns, and a brilliant attempt at regional accents. Downsides are the annoying drop-off pickup mechanism that has you doing little shuffles to get rid of empty bins. 8 out of 10. Paul, a.k.a. Hermsky, writes... 6.5 out of 10, a colorful game on the spectrum that proved very popular in the 80s. This game reminds me of Paperboy. I was never a fan of either, but I could see the appeal. Even playing it today, I could not stick with it for long, as I found myself getting frustrated with the timed levels and temperamental player controls. However, it was original, boasting very attentive graphics for its era. And finally, Pixels at Dawn writes, Very good looking game, and another example of unique specky action. I wish the game had a better difficulty curve, as without the comedic asides with the residents, you can't even get off the first street. But it's a lot of fun, and it has that one more game factor that so many games strive for. 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. I, you know, I will say, someone mentioned the gra the uh, controls earlier. Uh, I've, if you're emulating this like I am, I found that if you what you want to do is set your joystick up and then set the that cursor joystick as your controller. It worked perfectly for me when I did that. Cool. And that's not something I've ever done with any game before this one. 
So that's something you might want to try. Yeah, if you, if you have Spectaculator, you can just set your joystick to be whatever you want it to be so you can have it emulate uh, Cursor or Kempston. So uh, there, there are ways around it, but uh, it's good to know that, uh, that the Cursor key joystick is, is a thing. Yeah, um, it's a win. We want to thank Chris Folds, Clive's Club member Chris Folds, for suggesting this one for us. Good one, Folds. We also want to thank everybody that's hanging out with us live. Aaron, did you know we're recording this show live? Oh, I knew. <laughs> um, and it looks like uh, we're having some issues. Your window got big <laughs> for some reason. We, we've had this problem before, uh, Pix. Nobody knows why and how Aaron's uh, things get... Uh, get weird but uh but anyway um we want to thank master mod pixels of dawn gaming for moderating our chat frodo and l is here with us um real Ruffy is here christian russell uh thank you guys so much paul kitching if i didn't mention you before uh everybody that is joining us for the first time uh we appreciate you watching us live and um, we do record the show Fridays around uh, 3.30 or 4 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, if you're always welcome to join us at twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. We want to thank our Twitch subscribers. Uh, Retro Jerry, Chris Fold, Silverstreak72, Mohawk Mall, Pixels at Dawn Gaming, uh, Christian Russell, Tapes from the Crypt, GoToGoSub, Frodo NL, L. Curtis B., Duncan Styles. Kilobytes and Caffeine, Still Adolescing, Mitsuyama, Macintosh Librarian, Jost80, Barkbit, Rushi MSX, and Buck Owens. And Aaron, this week we have a special surprise. Uh, this week uh, we are debuting a brand new t-shirt. All right. A brand new t-shirt. This is a t-shirt for our um our it was for anybody anybody that wants it but it's uh was uh designed for our patreon supporters uh this is a uh get it up here on the screen real quick uh this is over at amigatees.com you can check this out uh this is a uh, takeoff on the uh the manic minor um, title screen, and uh, it's an Iris and Claire shirt with all of our supporters listed there at the bottom. So again, go over to Amiga Tees. You'll find a full range of Amiga's retro gaming clothing over there. Everything from that workbench uh, supporters shirt that Aaron's wearing now to uh, Coco uh, Tandy shirts, and of course the Iris and Claire shirts as well. And finally, uh, we want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. And again, I apologize if you're watching the video. Aaron's video is getting crazy. Uh, so, so sorry. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we want to thank the following folks. Uh, Mark Downey, Hermski, Andrew Waite, Cap'n Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassall. And Aaron, next week, we are going to be playing Football Manager. Oh, I, I know how you, I know what a big soccer fan you are, and I know what a big sports simulation fan you are. <laughs> so this is gonna be a real treat for both of us. This oh. was, uh, this was uh, suggested by Clive's Club member, Paul, a.k.a. Hermski. Now, I will tell you this. 
I've never played one of these games. I've heard about these games literally my entire like retro gaming collecting life. People being yeah. nuts about these football manager games for the various platforms. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna open my mind, I'm gonna give it a fair shake, and I will report back next week. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 